I'm SP from Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., a show about the general Marvel comic universe, part of the Guinea Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other hilarious and fun geeky shows at guineageeknetwork.com. Welcome to the 11th Better Podcasting live chat. I'm Stephen John Drew. It's somewhere in the realm of Canada Day. Happy Canada Day to you. And it's also somewhere in the realm of America. Fourth of July or Independence Day. Get it right, buddy. Yep. Congratulations to both countries for being free. I hope everybody is enjoying a safe and healthy weekend. Definitely different this year, for sure. Definitely different. Uh, not not really the festivities going on that you usually have. Like, uh, I'll, I'll let people and we'll talk a little more on this in a little bit. Uh, this this show here after today's recording session, after the recording session today, I'll be on on uh, holidays for a little bit. I took my time off of podcasting, but only because usually I'd be like, I'm going away for my holidays, but I'm not. I'm doing the staycation thing around around Canada Day this year. And uh, I've got loose plans of some things I want to get started on, some things I want to do, some places I need to go and things like that. But I don't have a schedule, but it's weird. It feels weird this year. It does. Uh, not everybody is doing what we're doing, the staycation, so to speak. If it wasn't for my parents telling me to stay away, and that's for good health reasons, by the way. It's not because they don't like me or anything. They actually want to see me. They've been trying to think of ways to work around the issues, but we just really haven't found anything that would work for us. But uh, yeah, we are staying at home. I've got things lined up. I've got a uh, fire pit ready to go, and we've got our local fireworks are still on. So we get to see those out of our back yard, our back windows. So that'll be fun. And aside from that, yeah, I will be enjoying taking a couple of days off for podcasting with both Better Podcasting and Getting Geek. It turns out that Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. just falls right around the holiday and we will not be taking any time off for Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. I truthfully didn't look at the airing schedule. I assumed that they were taking a break from release, but they're not, hey? No, as far as we know, it's every Wednesday now. If they do take okay. next week off, we will take next week off, but... I don't think so. I, I won't know until later tonight when they say when the next episode is. Hey, so let's talk. Let's start off here talking about a fun little thing that happened this past weekend for for you. Um, we'll talk about some other details over on Better Podcasting episode 229 okay. in the How I Save My Podcast story. But uh, the, the summary is that in the latest episode of Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. that you released, you had an issue where what if your co-host left fans on by mistake? And I can't, I can't blame her for doing no. it either. I mean, it's been so hot this summer that uh, it, it, I often hear the suffer for your art sort of thing. But if you're recording an hour long podcast, I, I can't really say not to do it. However, it'd be nice not to hear them in the recording. Right. Yeah. So you can actually point the fans in a certain way. So it's not going right up the microphone barrel, which is, I think what happens here. Now, the good news is that StreamYard was heck of a processing because I did not hear it. I'm wearing my good monitoring earphones and I had good volume from her and I didn't hear it at all until I got the file that was recorded locally from her. <laughs> then that's when the problems happen. 
Yeah, there was uh, definitely a lot of fan noise in there, and you tried to clean it up with the tools that you had and whatnot. And uh, um, again, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about sort of the problem over there. But um, I ended up having this idea that I would try doing the uh, the RTX voice removal. That's the audio, uh, the noise removal plugin that that uh, not plugin, but like tool that NVIDIA created. And there's a demo over on betterpodcasting.com that you can check out uh, where I did a big test. And I thought I would try to run it. And it was not the easiest thing in the world to do, but ultimately it did make the track sound very, very good. Um, it did. And I will give you all the credit for it because I didn't remember this at all. And I didn't remember that the RTX NVIDIA thing was specifically designed for stuff like this. However, there's a caveat you can't actually use it as a plugin on your track. You actually have to use it in real time, which is what you did. You actually played it and you were able to ingest it again. So yeah. we did lose some quality in the process, I would say, in, in running it and recording it again. But because it was so bad to begin with, it actually turned out to be one of the best tracks I've had from this particular co-host in a while. So that was, it was, it was eye-opening. It was awesome. And I really appreciate you not only thinking about it, but you offering to spend the time to go ahead and and actually use it as a test. And yeah. it worked and it saved the show because it without it, her track would just would have been annoyingly bad. I'll say it. I, I think that most of your audience won't notice um, that she had a problem. Uh, it's that good. And yeah, and I there was to only two spots in the entire track where <laughs> I, I was like, Oh, I can hear it like as yeah. she's starting to say something as I was listening back to the whole thing later. But that's two spots in an hour long podcast. And so I wanted to quickly just touch on sort of what I had to do with the step by step um, because it was a bit of a process, like you said. And uh, first thing I had to do was go and get his track. And then I had to set it up so that I could play it in real time. So I set my computer to output through the... What happens is you get a little audio driver. So it's like a virtual sound card sort of thing. So I set my computer to play through the RTX tool, which then that relays to... And I played out USB to my L8 uh, mixer. So then I recorded that on my L8. So essentially was in real time capturing that. I went and I had to mute everything on my computer. I closed all windows to make sure there wasn't like a bing in the middle of it or something like that. So I closed them all. But then when it was done, there was still a little bit of distortion with it. So what I ended up doing, and it, it brought up some qualities in her voice that you don't usually hear. So I had to run a few plugins afterwards. And so what I ended up having to do was use the Isotope D crackle because there was a couple spots where because of the gating, it did make her sound a little bit mm -hmm. crackly where it was pulling out that fan and it worked well. So I, I ran some isotope D crackle on it. I ran some DS because her S's seemed particularly sharp after that cleanup, which makes sense because if you think about it, it's removing mm -hmm. this, this lower frequency rumble, this hum. So of course, that's going to emphasize the upper tone. Um, and then the other thing that I had to do was... Um, run uh, the D-click because there was a bit of clicking in there and also the NS1, my noise removal plugin. I found the Waves NS1 worked better with what the output was than the Isotope one that I uh, that comes with the RX elements and up pack. 
there wasn't much left, but there was still a little bit of hiss and I knew it would bug SP. So I tried the two and Isotope just left a little bit in and then the NS1. I only ran, I think, 15%, 10%. It was really, really low level that I ran that noise removal plugin, but it cleaned it right up. So uh, if you want to take a look at that, which Legends of Shield was that? Legends of Shield episode 337. Yeah, I'd encourage you to check that out. I was... Uh, and I, I'm I'm gonna say this, and I'm not tooting my own horn. Ooh, I'm tooting. I'm sorry. It's Legends of Shield episode 338. 338. Okay, 338. Yeah. And I can say this because I'm not tooting my own horn. I am tooting Nvidia's horn. It's pretty impressive. Like it really is. And again, if you want to check out the rest of that shootout, you can at betterpodcasting.com. Scroll down. There's a video section. It's the first one there. Um, but yeah, I just thought I would explain sort of the technical process. Yeah, and, and this is one of the things that back in the day we have been advocating for using dynamic cardioid microphones to get rid of this sort of effect in the recording. While she was using a dynamic cardioid microphone, um, most of my co-hosts do. There's one, I guess I eliminated one co-host now, but the, most of my co-hosts use uh, dynamic cardioid or are in a really soundproof room. And that this was one of the reasons why. But in this case, since the fan was going right down the barrel of the yeah. microphone, it was just impossible not to to uh, do that. And I thought about using just the singular track that I had coming in from Restream with all of them combined. But the problem was that crackle that you talked about, mm. it infiltrated into when other people were talking as well. So I didn't want to degrade the, their tracks. So we had all four co-hosts on the show. So we wanted i wanted three of the tracks to be good and i was thinking three out of four wasn't bad uh, but uh, all you know you want the best audio that you can deliver your audience and in this case i do have competition out there believe it or not with marvel <laughs> podcasts so it's good to have good audio quality so that if somebody gets bugged with poor audio quality that they, and they want good audio quality they when they listen to our show that they'll know that that is good audio quality and they, they can depend on that so that is one of the deciding factors for people, I guess, with the different Marvel podcasts or whatever niche you're in, right? Before we hop off of this, I just want to throw in one last thing and say that this this has changed my mind in a one-off scenario. Like I have done hotel recording before, and oh, yeah. and there have been days that I have been sweating a lot, you know, high up on whatever floor or hotel. I I would definitely in a one-off scenario think twice about leaving that AC on now, knowing that this is an option. Um, I, but I, knowing knowing the pain that you'll have to go yeah. through afterwards too. Yeah. So in a one-off scenario, I would I would definitely consider leaving the AC on on a very hot day. Um, one-off because again, I don't think that this is reasonable every single every single episode. So Bang's naughty bits in the chat has thrown in a couple of really cheap capture cards and by capture cards what i mean is an ability to take video into your computer and it's a hdmi to usb so if your computer doesn't have an hdmi input a lot of computers have hdmi outputs but if your computer doesn't have an hdmi input you can actually take a regular camera throw in the hdmi into this converter and then attach it to your computer or laptop via a usb and then ingest the signal there and you can make any HDMI compatible video camera or uh, mirrorless camera or DS DSLR camera 
into a webcam. And that's a, a great way to do it. Now, the specific one that he has linked there, which is about 18 bucks, is 1080, which is great because now you're not taking all of that 4K into your stream. And a lot of streams won't go 4K anyway, but that's extra bandwidth. And that ends up degrading your computer's capability to stream. And the other end's able to capability to do that. I know not everybody in our audience live streams video, but if you are interested in doing that, this is an excellent way to do it. Uh, also, in relation to the last thing that we had over on Twitch, um, we did have Damien say, uh, has nobody created a plugin for that in in regard to the sort of RTX thing? I haven't seen anything that mirrors RTX. I have not. Not to say it doesn't exist, but I haven't seen anything that mirrors the RTX tool yet. Would you run two recordings? One Liberty dude in the chat says, would you run two recordings, one raw per post? And you've done this before. You've run a, a raw recording and then one using the the plugin live or the RTX live to see if you can avoid doing anything in post. Um, I don't know how you would run it live because it's something that it's. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so if I had a computer that could handle it, that's not a bad idea at all. Um, I could pass it through, but thinking about the scenario where I'm in, I'm on the road, I probably don't have the equipment to feed it into the computer and then feed it back out. But maybe. I mean, maybe. you could do it at home, but yeah, when you're on the road, especially with your laptop, I would not. No. I mean, if I had a good laptop, maybe, but I probably. I doubt that I would. I would probably do a test. Um, if I was going to do it, I would start off and do a few minute test and then run it through and see if I, I feel comfortable with the output. Because you just got to record a few minute section and then play. But it's eh, a good question, Liberty, dude. I don't know. Let's put it this way. Your laptop is getting to the point where it might be better to connect via your cell phone mm -hmm. on video instead of through the laptop. Yeah, the laptop garbage. <laughs> Something that Haley's been doing on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now, the audio, the live audio that's coming in is hot garbage, but she records locally, and then I'm able to use that track later, her local track, and I don't get that cell phone condenser room echo and reverb with it like that. So, yeah, it is possible. And I haven't talked about that on the show yet either because Haley just started doing it a few episodes ago. But, yeah, she's been doing that. She's been connecting to StreamYard via her cell phone and that's something else that we need to talk about in a future better podcasting is that Streamyard now has the ability to control the hosting duties via mobile platform not just mm. on a computer so that's a big step up for them even though they're only 720 hey sp um hey can i just say to you um i i heart you uh, I see what you did there. Yeah. I'm pushing your buttons. You did. You did. Okay. So what he, Steven's talking about is iHeartRadio. And I recently took a very short car trip. It wasn't like very short. It was like an hour, an hour and a half. I went to a local Ikea with my daughter who is moving out in for college. She's moving into an apartment, not the dorms. 
So we were looking at getting some cheap, or she was looking at getting some cheap furniture. So we wanted to see what it looked like, what the availability was, how big were the boxes in terms of trucking them around, that sort of thing. So we went down to Ikea. We're in the process of going down to Ikea. Now, when I'm traveling in the car, I normally listen to podcasts. When I'm traveling in the car with anybody else, they listen to the radio. Kind of bugs me, but okay. So we're listening to the radio, and I'm in this hour and a half drive, I must have heard easily 30 to 40, in one way, by the way, 30 to 40 iHeart radio commercials and specifically podcasts on iHeartRadio. And that wasn't so bad because iHeartRadio is one of the places where it was an earlier adopter to have podcasts inclusive of their app. And, and now they're taking it to the next level. Here's the problem. They kept saying they were the number one place for podcasts. No, no iHeartRadio. You're not. I know what the number one place for podcasts is. Right now, it's still Apple Podcasts, but iHeartRadio is not even number two. Number two is Spotify. I know this because of all the statistics that we hear about in the podcasting space from just about everyone. So this whole thing about iHeartRadio having their first ever awards produced awards ceremony, this whole thing about iHeartRadio being number one. No, you're lying out of your teeth, iHeartRadio. And I, I just need somebody to come along, slap them upside the, uh, the side of their head and say, no, you're wrong. Stop saying that because it isn't true. Uh, so if they can say that, can we say we're the number one podcast about podcasting? <laughs> Not we true. Could, not true. I mean, it's it's not true. We could, but I mean, we could say we're the number one hobby podcast about podcasts out there because nobody else is doing it from what I understand. But no, and my integrity wouldn't let me do that either. But oh, oh hold on, hold on. We're we're the number one podcasting pod. We're the number one podcast about podcasting with host name SPNSJ. <laughs> Do that, that too. under our breath I mean, every time. But that's not what the radio ad says. There's no like quick disclaimer at the end or anything. They just said we're the number one podcast place. No, no, you're not. And yes, well, weren't they I, the I, ones that had some uh statistics questions from uh what's the name of that other company? Uh not Blueberry, the other stats company. Oh, um I think uh, weren't they the ones in hot water over that because they were doing the preload? Yes. I, I was think. that them? I, I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was them. I could be wrong. Um, but you, I, I don't know. There's, it's interesting to see how these companies are trying to, to state that. I think there was some uh, questions about Spotify a little while ago that we talked about that um, there's one way you could argue they were right, but there's many ways you could argue they were probably incorrect. So I, I'm just interested to see these companies try to flag the number one podcast banner. It's cool because that means that podcasting is, is so relevant that they want to try to flag, fly that flag. So it was really funny in the car. We're hearing this and my daughter who was driving looked over to me and it's like, dad, why are you getting mad? I'm like, they're not the number one. She's <laughs> like, how do you know? I'm like I am on iHeartRadio," And she's like, you are? Yes, I am. So yeah, <gasps> we went through that whole thing. Liberty dude saved us. He goes, yep. and he goes, you're my number one. So oh, yes, you can say we're that. Liberty Dude's number one <laughs> we podcast are, about we are podcasting. We the number one podcast about podcasting. For Liberty Dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so 
Um, let's talk about mics. Let's talk about mics for a second. Um, before we get to another question we had, because we had the wonderful Cody Goff message just today, and and he blamed oh, who's us. Cody, who's Cody? That's, Cody Goff is the uh, renowned. Is that the right context? Uh, podcaster. <laughs> Award winning. He is the award winning, the award winning discovery podcast personality, which is all 100% true. Uh, Knows Mike Rowe personally. He, I don't know if that's true, but uh, he, he, well, come on, go with it. We just talked about iHeartRadio. All right, fair enough. Uh, He, he has been on, on the show before and he reached out to us saying that we were responsible for there being no availability for the microphones we always recommend, which is the Audio Technica AT2005, the Audio Technica ATR2100, and the Samson Q2U. Well, actually, he didn't mention the Samson 2U. To you, he just mentioned the first two. To which I said, "Hey, yes, we've been saying for a while that there is a big micro- microphone shortage. There has been since the beginning of COVID. There is definitely a shortage shortage right now." And so I said, "Have you checked the Samsung Q2U?" To which there wasn't much that was said. Um, but uh, I did a quick Google, and allegedly I found one. Allegedly I found one. Now I'm not going to say where I found it yet because I don't want to burn him in case. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. So he needs a couple of days. In case a couple of days, but message me after. Message me around July 4th, and if, maybe third. And if you want, I'll go ahead. Um, this will be released after. So if you're listening to this on the posted version, message me, and I'll tell you where I saw it. Might be gone by then, a, but a couple couple of people in the chat has said B&H has it okay. in stock, or okay. at least a, a version of it in stock. So thank you, Bangs and, and Alley Run. That cool. actually is not the place that we're talking about. Yeah, but. which is cool. So um, I will still leave the place that I, he allegedly ordered it from, but I will also pass that, that along. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a microphone so- shortage right now, for sure. And if if you find one and you've been thinking about it for a while and you see stock, I would suggest you order it because if we look at webcams, there's there's no end in sight for the, the webcam shortage, it seems. So if you get lucky and you've been on the fence at all about getting one of these three, I, I would say pull the trigger It's if, if you happen to find one in stock. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, in the process of this whole thing, I went and looked back because I remembered that there were some high-end broadcast-style microphones, dynamic microphones that were USB that were in the system. And I remember the Samsung Q9U that was supposed to be coming out this year. And unfortunately, I think because of the pandemic and logistics shortages and stuff like that, that I don't think we're going to see that for, we might not see it for the holiday buying season, which I think would be bad for Samsung because I think that would be an incredible competitor to the Rode pod mic, which you would need an audio interface or a mixer in order for that to work. This would just be USB. Now, have no idea how it sounds. I know that Bandrew over at Podcastage reviewed another USB. He's actually reviewed a couple of USB dynamic cardio broadcast style microphones. He hasn't been impressed yet. This is in like the $200 range. Yeah. So we'll see what the Samsung Q92 actually comes out and sounds like. And I'm, I've been interested in it and we'll see if we can order one, even when they come out, you yeah. know, we might not be able to, so we'll see. Got my pod mic still. Got my pod mic. Mine's in uh, on the table behind me, on the hutch behind me, and that is part of my daughter's studio, although I took it down for the summer. 
Um, also, just Speaking to back of, up, can we just hold on one sec while you're saying yeah. that? Uh, I'll put my mic back, by the way, on my backdrop, the one I was using for my kids. So it's back. Yeah. Uh, so put away your toys when you're not using them, basically. <laughs> uh, to back up a second, we were talking about a stats company that we couldn't remember. Allie Run said Chartable? But I don't think no. that that wasn't it. Podtrack that, was what I was thinking of. Yes, Podtrack. Yeah. Uh, there was a chat that uh, Damien asked us over on Twitch. Go ahead and read that out. Damien said, if money weren't an issue, would you podcast full time? What would being full time change about your shows? I know you guys don't get into the money, but this isn't about money as much as what you would do with being able to do this full time. Interesting question. I've been thinking a lot about this. I'm probably the oldest podcaster, active podcaster on the Get a Geek Network, and one of the older podcasters that I know, actually. He's and, old. Yeah, I'm old. And I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking, I've been watching a lot of the YouTube sailing channels, and I've, I've been thinking about, well, I still want a podcast, but I could podcast on the boat, so make a cabin into a podcast studio. There's actually a couple of boats out there that have turned their salons into podcast studios. It's not exactly what I'd want to do, but I could do that. So uh, if I could podcast full time, and, and also I've been thinking about podcasting full time, just not for the money, but just to talk about the stuff that I want to talk about. And if I would get money for it, that would be great. But no, what would I, what would change? Well, I would be a lot more interactive with audience. I would bring up the production quality of the show. I would actually do a lot more sound design or hire out sound design until I could figure out myself. I would um, probably, I might put do one more show, but really what I would want to do would be concentrate on the shows that I already have and make them as good as I can. Because right now, and we talked about it before, my golden rule of hobby podcasting hasn't changed. Yeah. A hobby podcaster shouldn't do more than two shows. I'm doing three shows, so that's still one more than should be out there. And I, I, f I feel like I'm doing the shows and the audience is a disservice by not being able to put as much time into it and the time into production, the time into research, the time into... Uh, interacting with the audience. I'll give you an example. I actually had time this weekend in the midst of the whole Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. debacle as I was waiting <laughs> for render after render after render. And I actually wrote the script for the Gunna Geek segment, the Space Symposium. This was a week ago. And I wrote it differently than I have been doing it. I wrote it more story style than mm. just going bullet points. I don't know if you noticed that or not, Stephen, as I was going through. I did. I did notice, actually, that it was a little bit different. And I would like to perfect that. I, I won't say it was perfect. It, it wasn't. But I would like to perfect that style. And because I think that people really want to listen to that sort of stuff. They want to listen to a story. They want to be led through information, especially if you're talking about something that was done in 1972. I mean, this yeah. is not breaking news like we talk about on the Guinea Geek show or uh, regularly on, on Better Podcasting or on a week-to-week -week basis with Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, yeah, that's the sort of stuff that I would be doing. I've been monopolizing this, Stephen. What would you do? Yeah, no, I, I would... Two things come to mind. Uh, number one, timeliness. I would release episodes quicker. For sure. That would, that would okay. be the first thing. Like same day, even. Yeah, same day, maybe next day. Um, for sure. And the second thing that I would do would be a bigger variety of shows. Now, that's not to say that I'm all I'm going to stack my deck daily or anything like that. No, I would 
I might do some seasonal shows. I, I would definitely do more variety so that I could really explore all the different niches that I like. I don't know what that timetable would look like, but if this was what I was doing full time, I would want to scratch all the different niches that I have so that I can um, can can basically not be tempted by the elusive idea that I've got in my mind because it's really easy to fade with a show because you have a new idea in your mind and you think it's going to be better. So if you've got a schedule where you are doing, you know, like different seasons of shows, then you are, you're keeping yourself well-rounded with, with the content that you're talking about. And I think that's what I would do. Interesting question, Damien. I, maybe we need to put this out on our Twitter feed and, yeah. and you know, have people respond to it. Cause I'd love question. to talk about, yeah, it's a great question. All right. Uh, we are going to have to do this one a little bit shorter. We got just a couple more things we want to quickly talk about here. Um, first thing that I want to uh, mention before my last thing is... Um, I know I said first thing like three quarters of the way through the show. No, uh, I am looking at a computer upgrade. Uh, and maybe by the time this releases, it could very well happen. I don't know. Um, there's a couple things on the deck and a computer upgrade is probably going to happen for me. Um, I'll save all the boring financial details about, about that. But I, I've been torn a little bit between a, a, the AMD line and the Intel line. Mm, like yeah. from a gamer perspective, if I was a gamer, I, I would go with the AMD line for sure. Uh, because the price is better right now, especially with the deals that are available for me. But the big holdout for me is that the Intel uh, line of processors, they still have, well, you can still get, because now they have one without this, you can still get the integrated graphics, which then comes with the different hardware encoders for things like video, like the H.264 stream. And this is something that I've, I've used before where I've had my video card encoding for the the actual recording that's going to my file and then in order to balance resources i've used the chips hardware encoder basically the thing that's making the video stream happen go out for the the video broadcast or something like that i've maximized having that extra encoder in a couple of different occasions as well it's nice to know that if all of a sudden i'm in a situation where there is a piece of software that doesn't support you know, the video card that I've got or whatever, uh, I've got that to fall back on. So I'm leaning towards that. Uh, I think I'm very close to pulling the trigger. So very well, I, I may have. So you, it, uh, by the time this releases, but yeah, I'm, I'm very close, very, very close. And this is also because of the fact that um, I, I have been having, you know, I've, I've been taxing my system pretty hard for a while. And, mm -hmm. and I got some other projects that I want to do hobby wise and things like that, that I think it's time to step up. I've had the other one for five years. Yeah, this is something that we talked about before. What is your refresh rate on your computer? I said somewhere between three and five years, and we're both pushing that five year mark with our main machines. It, and, and that actually, when I think about it, yeah, we've replaced drives along the yeah. way. But largely, they've been solid. And I think we both replaced the graphics cards at some point. But it, it just comes to a point in time where, especially as podcasters and running your machine as much as you do, like gamers, mm -hmm. their systems don't last that long either because they're constantly using them. We're doing the same thing as podcasters, whether that's streaming, recording, or processing. 
and they just need to be refreshed. So I've been thinking about it as well. It's just, Stephen, you got there before me and I have been talking about it with you. I've been talking about it with my son and this whole AMD versus Intel. It is a discussion like a couple of years ago. It was not no, a discussion. It, was not. it is a discussion now on which way you want to go. <laughs> and, and my heart says AMD because I grew up an AMD guy <laughs> like that was me. But um I I just I think I might regret it. I'm not my I'm, I don't know. I, I'm like on the fence of pulling the trigger on AMD just because I like to be different sometimes. But I no. uh, <laughs> uh, the other thing that yeah, it, just I, I, to get honestly, some... this is this is something uh, that I know you want to go with your heart, so to speak. But you really got to look at yeah. the technical specifications yeah. and see which one will do uh -huh. better for you. The other thing, just to give some context, it's been almost a year, like we're, we're within weeks of it being a year since my failure, my failure last year. And, and yeah. so when I look at that, like that, I thought I was going to have to upgrade then, but I, I got, I wasn't, I didn't have, you to, were able so. to patch it. Yeah. 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 Just because you were able to find the, I don't think you could now, by the way, no. you, you should go back and look at, at those and see if you can buy them now. I don't yeah. think you can because you, you basically bought a new, the same motherboard yeah. and the same uh, processor for, pennies really yeah uh, yeah and i've got a second box now so it made my system i could not tax my system as much right um before you go into your starling tribune thing let's just quickly mention uh this is something that we'll talk more in depth in episode 229 of better podcasting which will come out next week so the or 12th the 12th of july um uh, Scripps is possibly selling Stitcher. Uh, I think there's some things that people are definitely going to want to keep their eyes out on this. Um, but I think it's yeah. just worth mentioning right now in the here and now that this is being talked about because it could change at any time. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know that it's much new. Like uh, now, now for hobbyists, uh, no. And and listen to next week's episode of, of our concern about that. The the other thing that you put in there, I forgot about this. Simplecast buying SiriusXM. What what does that mean for for podcast? I honestly for or, or SiriusXM bought Simplecast, I believe, or, or was it the other way around? I don't. Uh, SiriusXM bought Simplecast. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Simplecast so, did not buy SiriusXM. Yeah, I was like, whoa. <laughs> so honestly, we have uh, a couple of podcasters that have been on the network that have been using Simplecast. I We've known people that have been in Simplecast, but then it started to change and then it started not to get promoted as much. And I was kind of wondering what was going on in Simplecast. Now I kind of know. They, they were positioning themselves as like a startup to be bought out by somebody else. And, um, you know, if, if uh, Satellite Radio wants to get into... Uh, the podcast production side of things, and maybe as a, a a grounds, like a minor leads grounds or something like that, kind of like what Spotify did with Anchor. And full disclosure, I do not think Spotify knew what they were buying when they bought Anchor and what exactly that they were going to use it for, but I'll put that aside. I think SiriusXM doing the same thing with Simplecast is not a bad idea. And there's so many media hosts out there right now that even if Simplecast went down, you could easily go to somewhere else. And I have nothing bad to say about Simplecast, except for I believe they charge per download and that's their limit every month. And personally, I don't like that. But if you can get away with it, go go for it. That sort of thing. I know several people that have have been on there that have used it. So I don't know. That That's my thoughts. Steven, do you have anything else? No, I got nothing else to add to that. Okay. 
So the last thing I want to talk about, especially since we were talking about remastering old episodes and stuff like that, is that Starling Tribune has five episodes that were recorded in 2014. 2014, this is 2020, so we're talking six years. There's five episodes that have never been released. The podcast has ended. The show that the podcast was on is over with. I went ahead and released one of those five. <laughs> Just for kicks and giggles. and editing myself now let me back up a second i was not in charge of editing these shows in 2014 i didn't take that over until uh at least 2015 if not 2016 so it's not my fault <laughs> first of all uh second of all i i just why put it out there's no reason to put it out like nobody's going to go back and listen to these episodes so why why did i go ahead and do it well i spent the time watching the episodes I spent the time recording the episodes and it's just personal pride that I want those episodes out. So I'm putting these episodes out. I'm discovering that these were some of the first Zoom H6 recordings that I have, which is awesome. And that I had the wave recordings back then. I was using different mic, different setup, but I had the Zoom H6 and I have... <laughs> a different hosting skill in 2014 than I have in 2020 It's really interested, interesting in editing myself and my co-hosts like Jay and wing and Chris, and even Steven was guesting on some of those shows. It's a hoot editing us from back then in 2014, because we're just way different podcasters than we are today. We have better gear than we had in 2014. <laughs> and it's, it's just, um, Using the techniques to edit a show that I do today versus what I was doing in 2014, it's just vastly different. So in six years, I can see all the improvements and I'm not even frustrated over what I'm dealing with because I just want them out. And if somebody ever in the future wants to go through all of our episodes of Starling Tribune from the very first episode, which I had way too much bass on. <laughs> to the last episode, they can do that. And there are people that do that, by the way. They go back into the podcast of the shows that they're rewatching and they listen to the podcast to get I mean, people do they binge the podcast episodes just like they binge the actual things. So maybe, I don't know, 20, 100, 2,000 people over the life of the podcast will will get to listen to it. I have no idea, but just personal pride. That's all. And I have four more to go. It's going to be slow going. First of all, I reduced the plan that Starling Tribune had on Libsyn to the $5 a month plan. So I only have 50 megabits to upload or megabytes to upload every month. I don't have the 400 or, or even 150. I just have 50. So I can't release more than one show <laughs> a month. So it's just going to take a while to get these out. And then after that, there's other ones from season two that I might go back and, and remaster, I guess, kind of what Damien is doing. Uh, because there were two recordings done on each episode with two different crews. So I'll have to find a way to mash that together. But anyway, just want everybody to know that it's not worth it. It's just personal pride. And also uh, in the chat, by the way, we did have um, Bangs Naughty Bits ask, any prediction for the Zoom July 2nd event? Um, I don't Interestingly know. enough, on Instagram today, I saw their G, what was it, G11 yeah. that they were... So that was a guitar. That's, that's a music instrument. There, that's the music side of things. So, but they said portable recorder. They didn't say, they didn't say it was like a Zoom H6. They didn't say yeah. it was. So it could 
That could be it. it they could have released no, they, it early. They have a picture. Um, there's a picture that they've teased, and it, it's black with microphone or XLR cables plugged into it. That's, I think, the July. So it could be a whole band. Re- well, I guess that so, would be the same. Okay. Um, I think that based off what I think, it's run pink Zoom H6. Why not? It's gonna be... actually women would love that. Women would love a white or a pink thing. I, I don't think you should say just women. Uh, I think that there's lots of people. Okay, who like that it. that that is fine. Yeah. Um, the other I thing corrected. that I was thinking was that it was going to be a um. Kind of like an enhanced version of what we use the H6. Because we use the H6, and I'm trying to think how many XLRs were in that. I'd have to go look. I was trying to find it. Um, I think they said eight. I think eight. So we use the um, Zoom H6 with six because we have the capsule on the top that has the thing. Yeah. I think it's going to be probably an all-in-one unit that has mm-hmm. a couple extra. So that's what I think. I think it's essentially the next version of that. And I suspect it's going to be black because they did just come out with that Zoom H6 black for God knows what reason. So I think they're they're yeah. that's going to, that came out because that's what it's going to look like. But they so, came out with the Zoom H4n Pro about a year ago, and that's not black. I think it was a lot longer than that. The Pro came out. All right. Yeah. Um. So I I could well if they want to transition their brand to black, that you know that's up to them. So that would distinguish them. Because I wondered why they were doing the Zoom H6 Black. It was just like, it was more a little more expensive. There was no feature enhancement. It was just a paint job. So it would make sense if they had a new product coming in. This is kind of their new line and it'll signify the new line so you can easily see it. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, by the time this releases, we'll know. Yeah. And the last thing that I'm going to mention right now is that uh, after this recording session, um, after the recording session today, uh, I'm taking a week off of podcasting and I've arranged things as such. We're pre-recording better co- podcasting proper, and I'm just doing that for me. So I got no plans. Well, in in truth, though, just for full disclosure, we talked about this collectively between you and me and Chris on the Guinea Geek Show. We actually decided together, and you, you, we all said what our preferences were. But if we said we were going to go on Monday, I think you said Chris and I could go without yeah, you on it's Monday. True. I did. But we were talking about what we were going to do for better podcasting. And and I just said, nope, let's just take the time off. Just like we do around the holidays timeframe later in the year. I was like, no, the way this year has gone, we need to take a week off. So we are taking a week off. And I think it's important. I just didn't want to speak for you. That's why I was saying I a lot. I didn't want to speak for for you. But I think I was the one who made the final decision. I'm like, no, let's (laughs) let's take the week off. So, uh, give yourself time. Make sure you always give yourself some time to relax and recharge. But that's going to take us to the end of this Better Podcasting live chat. Uh, You should check out betterpodcasting.com. we got lots of great content there. That's betterpodcasting.com. We will add some more content there over the next little while. Uh, I might try to see if I can do something between my time off. Not make any commitments. Just because I'm not scheduling something doesn't mean that I won't do something. So... We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, and just want to thank everybody that was in the live chat tonight. We had Bing's Naughty Bits. We had Liberty Dude. We have Overwatcher. We had Alley Run. We had uh, just a bunch of other folks. I'm scrolling right Suncast. now. No. Did you say Suncast? Sun, Suncast. Yep, Suncast. Is uh, Damien so, the DM over on Twitch. Yep, I forgot about Twitch too. 
So yeah, thanks to everybody that is listening live or watching live. We really appreciate it. And we will be back in two weeks to do this again. And if you want to check out when that is, because this is, of course, weird with the release schedule, because again, uh, there's days in between because I'm not doing this full time. Uh, go to betterpodcasting.com. Click on events at the top. And as it currently stands, the next live stream will indeed be on July 14th. So for episode number 11 of Better Podcasting Live Chat, I'm Stephen John Drew saying happy insert day here. Hope everybody's safe and we will see everybody in a couple weeks. Bye. I stole that joke from the live chat. I'll admit it. Bye. Good that you sourced it. Thanks for checking out another episode of Better Podcasting. You can find the full back catalog of Better Podcasting at betterpodcasting.com. If you're into geeky podcasts, please check out the other podcasts on the Gunna Geek Network at gunnageeknetwork.com. This show was produced and edited by Stephen John Drew of Gunna Geek Productions. Voice work was done by L.W. Salinas. Thanks again for listening or watching. And we hope to see you again next week.